Good afternoon, Rich Das, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise, here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast, where we talk about things that are of interest to embedded developers. This week, my guest is Rajinder Chima. He is a Senior Vice President of Engineering at Socionext America. How are you, Rajinder? Good afternoon, Rich. I'm doing good. How about you? Very good. Thank you very much for asking. Um, so we had a conversation a little while ago when we were talking about the idea of um, should people be doing ASSPs? Should they be doing custom SOCs? Um, and this sort of goes back to the should it be an SOC or an SOC or an FPGA? Seems like we've been having the same argument for as long as I've been doing this job. Um, and the pendulum seems to go back and forth. Sometimes it's better, you know, usually it's based on volume, but there's, there's a, a lot of other factors involved. So you're right in the thick of this because this is what your team does. So let me ask you, what is the right solution today? ASSP or a custom SOC? Uh, good question, Rich. I think uh, as we talked earlier, this argument has been going on for a decade straight. I mean, ever since the development of custom chips started along with the FPGAs. Actually, both options are, uh, are the right options, depends upon what the end target is. What we see today because of uh, huge um, uh, fast-paced technology innovation in the field of cloud infrastructure, including server switch, storage, acceleration card, demand for custom chips to achieve optimized performance, power, PCOs, uh, with all these requirements, we see the demand for custom SOC is growing. But again, there is a pros and cons with both of these. Um, I mean, you have to look at it when you do a custom chips, there's a huge development cost. And now, uh, can you justify the development cost compared to what the end product is? So that's, uh, those are the discussion going on. But with the current pace of new development, and you can look at in the ADAS domain in the cars, including a main SOCs for level two and two, four, optimized sensor hubs, radars, LIDARs, we are seeing demand for custom SSCs actually expanding. And now you can add further to that, the developments happening in a 5G domain. We are seeing a lot of new customers looking into doing a custom chips. Okay, so it seems like the answer is it has a lot to do with volume. And that seems like that it's been the answer for a long time. And what seems to be moving that pendulum is when you say volume, or what I said volume, what is that number? And then, and the number ha had been getting smaller for a long time. Um, but the cost of building the SOC is so high. I mean, you, you might be talking tens of millions of dollars. So is, is it still a, a question of volume? And if it is, what is that number? Yeah, I think it's not necessarily volume is certainly a big part of it. It's actually a total cost of ownership. I mean, certainly volume- Of ownership of what? total uh, cost of ownership for a solution where custom chip is one part of it. Of, of the chip or of the end system? Of the end system, complete okay. system. The chip is just the one part of it. Now, when you say total cost of ownership, right, that includes the hardware development, software development, which certainly adds the cost to it. But by doing so, as compared to using available ASSPs, uh, which are not performance optimized or cost optimized or thermal power optimized, uh, certainly doing, you have to look at all these factors and certainly we are seeing the pendulum swimming a lot more in terms of doing custom chips with this new innovations because um, one ASSP that supports 
10 different use cases is not necessarily optimal for somebody who wants to use a one case. And certainly volume is a big factor there. Now, thermal is a huge factor. I mean, all if you look at the cloud data centers, thermal is a big, big part. How much thermal energy you consume and what's the cost of thermal? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure if, if I understand if it should be the ASSP or it should be the SOC by what you've described. Um, are, there, are there things, are there stakes we could put in the ground and says, if, if it's this, <laughs> it's, it's this. Or if the total cost of ownership is, is X, then you should be going in this direction. Is it that cut and dried or are there too many variables to do that? There are multiple variables, right? If you look at, for example, I mean, thermal is one part of it. Uh, and take an example of, let's say from an ADAS perspective, right, the main SOCs. You see today, you know, the GPU guys have been dominating that. There are a couple of players who have the standard products that we can leverage. Now that is good, but the cost of those chips is huge. And that is designed to support many different options. A lot of companies, I mean, certainly even the cost is very high. We are looking at doing a, in a five nanometer development. And from some of these applications, the cost of development is huge. It's tens and tens of millions of dollars, but they're still doing a custom chip. I mean, example is Tesla is one of the big example, right? Uh, they do all the custom chips and now instead of using off uh, external chips. Uh, the reason is uh, kind of the type of performance you wanna get with the standard available parts, you're not able to achieve that in terms of tops. And then thermal is another one. And then the total cost of those is huge. And if you look at the end, at the end, I mean, as you said, we have to kind of, uh, do the math and make sure the volume and the cost saving are justified. Now, some of the, I mean, what typically we people we see from, uh, in the industry is some of the people are doing, instead of doing a custom chip, they actually leverage the HSP or maybe actually a FPGA design. Now, when the volume picks up the port, the FPGA design to the custom chips to kind of justify when the volume is. With this fast pace of innovation, it's getting a little too complicated for the ASSP vendors to keep pace with what's required. They certainly are trying to do it, but it's a huge demand. And then instead of doing kind of ASSP, uh, multiple ASSPs in parallel, they also have to kind of reap up the, kind of, um, their investment. In that sense, kind of doing a custom chips does differentiate the vendors in the market, right? So if, if I understand what you're saying, and I'm, I'm gonna put this into my own words, it sounds like if, if, if you use a, a standard solution, um, you may have more performance than you actually need and it's over-designed. You may not have enough performance. Um, so that is why something custom is, is right on target for exactly fits your application. Is that, did I summarize that right? Absolutely. I think uh, if you used, I mean, exactly, you said it right, that if I use the custom chips, which is available, typically either I will not have enough performance or I'll have a more performance. More, if I have a more performance, I'm wasting in terms of a cost and in terms of a power. If I have a low performance and I have to use many of those, then I, my cost adds up. So it's kind of with the new innovations with how fast the technology is changing, it's very hard to keep up with the uh, with what's required in the industry for those specific applications with the available ASSPs. Okay, so to throw you a curveball, um, mm -hmm. why wouldn't somebody just download a RISC-V core or and throw a hundred RISC-V cores at a, at a problem? If it's too much processing, so what? It's it's open source anyway. Um, why wouldn't somebody just go that route? 
I mean, that's certainly a thought of the people, right? But putting a course, you still have to do the custom chips. You can do it on the FPG, you don't get the performance. If I do the custom chip, uh, certainly I have to, there's a cost of development is still there. I mean, even though you put hundreds of those risk processors, um, but uh, still you have to do the development. It's not kind of available standard product, it's available IP that you can use, or maybe available chip that I can cluster. But again, those still not gonna meet kind of the performance that you're looking for. There are so many workload specific optimization that you need to support. For example, if you look in the, in the 5G, in the ORAN space, right? You have to absolutely make sure for the CU, DU applications, you have enough performance from not just a CPU, you need a CPU, you need a GPU, you need a, uh, many other DSP cores and many other functions. So just being standard, Risk five core doesn't necessarily help. I mean, it's good in terms of the industry today. At least we have an alternative to the other one from a power optimization, but it still doesn't meet the end application requirement. Okay. And then just to wrap this up, SocioNext does both the ASSPs and the SOCs. Yes. So do you guys have these internal battles of mine is right, no mine is right? I mean, certainly, again, I mean, similar to the industry, we also have to look at it, which application domain, what are we doing? We do have uh, ASSPs and, and our focus, primary focus is to do custom SOCs. Now, the benefit we get it, certainly, I think uh, it helped us to kind of um, penetrate the customers with the ASSPs, but the benefit we get by doing both is with doing uh, ASSPs, I have a platform. Now, customer wants to customize for their application, either increase the performance or reduce the performance or add other functions. We have a base platform that can be leveraged to build other SOCs, which is more optimized for the customer requirement. So it's basically by doing this, we have a pre-verified platform. That's one that reduces the risk and also the development time can be uh, much more optimized. Very good. Well, I think we should do this and we should do this again in a year when the pendulum swings back the other way and we'll see what happens. Right, right. No, but if you look at today in the market, right, I mean, look at uh, the demand for both substrates and the wafer has been increasing. Everybody's getting pushed out. So at least where we see today, I think the demand for doing a custom chips is going to be increasing. Very good. That was Rajinder. Chima, he is a Senior Vice President of Engineering at Socio Next America, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day, Rajinder. Thanks, Rich. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye.